Welcome to this bonus episode of Goats and Dragons, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Please be warned, this podcast contains adult situations and language that may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. You're welcome. Uh, so at this, uh, Anton, you see Anton um, throw like a small little stone over at Burbage to kind of wake him up. Uh, uh. Oh, 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 you're awake. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, oh. How's, it, how's it going? Forehead. Oh, that's weird. That's must have been from the hill rolled down. Anyway, um, so what's your situation uh, Burbage will slowly sit up. I guess his tent's like open, and it, yeah, I'll just kind of peek out. Yeah. What do you mean by situation? Do you mean like like what's your whole deal? What's your whole no? Like what's your whole deal? You know, my whole like, deal. Yeah, talk to me. Well, uh, and I'll get out of the tent, and I'll kind of stretch a bit and I'll say uh, whiskey sorry w- would you like some um yes I'm gonna sort of look at Somei while this is going on and just be like so yours is like this too uh yes I'm afraid so I feel your pain if you must have traveled long with this one yeah still just putting tents away. <laughs> uh, a, a bit of whiskey, yeah. And he hands you kind of a wine... Uh, uh, not a flask, but a wineskin. Uh, and it's filled with whiskey. Oh, Jesus. Go ahead and take a, a swig. Uh, it's it's really powerful. It seems like homemade mm. whiskey. Uh, mm. Well... I guess if I were to describe my situation, I would say that I'm a charming halfling rogue okay. with, a, with a tortured past riddled with heartbreak and tragedy. I run the line between goofy and brooding, and until recently, <laughs> I've been much of a loner. Until, of course, I met my current band of travelers, my family, Charity, the Warlock Tiefling, who has healed me so much and is so much of a square that I can barely stand him. But I love him. Aye. Stormbringer, the... Uh, <laughs> the barbarian. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who, uh, who's not as not as intelligent as as really anybody else in the family or anyone is really the glue that holds the the family together. And she fancies herself magical, but she's really not. 
She's very strong, though. And Vimaris, the handsome, dark, brooding, druid, uh, who I am just so... I just admire him so much. And we're a family now, and what can I say? My situation is that I'm no longer alone. I've got people who care about me, and I care about them. I'm going to take another swig of the whiskey. That's and that's changed me oh, in I see. notable ways. One. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to gesture at Somi. It's like this just all the time. All the time. She sort of rolls her eyes. I find myself considering the moral integrity of my actions a bit more than I used to. Two. I drink probably more now, but I feel worse about it because it's affecting people I care about. And three. I've gotten laid precisely zero times since I met them. So I can only imagine that they are very bad luck and I feel bad about it. I'm just going to look. No, I'm pretty sure the bad luck has mostly been you. Yes. That's quite the summary, uh, Mr. Hafleen. He gave you the brief version. I I imagine that story would take uh, a telling of 31 times, four hours roughly a time. Smooth. What are you talking about? <laughs> Episodes. Anyway. Uh... Wait, no, what? What, was, what do you mean by that? Was that a math <laughs> I'm sure it would take a very long time to tell your story. Uh, right, man, you use yes, these you're... specific numbers, and I, I don't understand. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's very weird. Uh, and you all met in Federo? Yes, we met in Federo. I took another, I took another swig of the whiskey. Federo, a hot, dry city. Oh. A place that I'd come to call my home. Of course, of course. But recently, in the days and weeks leading up to my meeting with my current family, I'd started to feel brisk winds of cold. Unnatural in that hot city of Federo. And around the same time, I met... Uh... Uh... Uh, the high priest by the name of uh, hold on <laughs> oh wow God. we're really summarizing <laughs> I didn't know this was a filler episode <laughs> this is a clip show episode <laughs> when did this become a last time on Dragon Ball Z <laughs> um Ponway Ponway was his name and he's the one who kind of got us all together, and, uh, well, that's really... That's really all that can be said, you know? Do you know what I mean, Anton? By the way, Anton, 
I'm I, and I'm gonna go up to Anton. What what, yeah. what what position is Anton in right now? He's sitting now, kind of up against the log. Sitting up against the log. I'll go. I'm gonna go and kind of just like kneel. I'm gonna do the Legolas <laughs> kneel next to him. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna smell the ground. Um, <laughs> With your ear to the ground? Okay. No. I'm, well, okay. Yeah, my ears to the ground. But I'm gonna talk to him and I'm gonna say, by the way, by yes. the way, Anton, I'm so I'm so sorry that. I missed our date uh, the other night. I know we were supposed to meet at 10 o'clock in the tavern. And yeah, what? My encore. What held you back? Oh, we were imprisoned. You were in... You were... I'm sorry? We were imprisoned in a pocket dimension in a treasure chest. Uh, we got trapped in there. Still don't know by whom... That was stressful. I had to uh, climb some ropes attached to fucking arrows. And use a crowbar to open the chest. Wait till Ponway hears about that, you know? <laughs> Master Kemp, if you did not want to have drinks with me, you could have said so. You don't have to make up incredible no. tales. No, 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 it's not incredible tales. This is the on- God's honest truth. I'm going to sort of hold up my hand to sort of catch Anton's eye, like behind uh, yeah. Burbage. And so sort of whisper, if he gets far enough like this, he has a hard time distinguishing dreams, reality, all of that. He he really he really did. We We ran into some issues with the fake guards. Somebody cut somebody cut off the somebody cut off the rope ladder and we got trapped in the in he the pocket. He was quite excited minute. about the date though. I, all I could think about was the fact that I was missing my date with you. It's almost like if we were in some kind of tale, some kind of like story about our adventures, and then the adventure was over and I'd walk out into the street and look around and be like, oh, I'm imprisoned. And everybody would be looking at me and be like, what's up? And I'll be like, oh, I had a date. And then the story would end. Do you know what I mean? Is anybody picking up on? No, <laughs> oh, I'm afraid. Like, like the, last, no. the last line of the story would be, uh-huh. I, had a, I had a date. Okay. And Who it would be telling such, such a story. Uh, is it a oh. minstrel of some sort? Oh, some Marvel it, Marvel's minstrel. It's it it's a, <laughs> it's a metaphor. Oh, he gets oh. he gets like this. He likes to to. He was very excited about the date, and I think he was very excited to have come across you again. Anton, you're very attractive, and I haven't been laid in months. <laughs> I, I had heard that you were not so subtle. There's an, actually an know. audible slap from Charity's forehead. <laughs> I did it. not know the extent to which you were you not him, subtle. You gave him the whiskey. I, I did. So if you're not going after me, what's your bounty right now? Uh, and anyone watching this conversation would see Somme, uh kind of stand up at this point and kind of give um, give Anton uh, uh, a look. Um, no, 
Master Burbage, I, I, I'm afraid we couldn't tell you. What if you ran into them and warned them? That would be right. Terrible. Yeah, that makes total sense. That makes total no, 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 no. Sense. We, we absolutely need to catch them by surprise. We need to make sure they don't suspect anything when we lure them into our trap. I've been caught by surprise before. Have you? I remember the time that we were looking for the Oni while traveling by caravan. (laughs) The others had gone into the halfling village. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna sort of like pull him and like sort of be patting Burbage's hair. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Charity. Have you met some good people along the way? I wish you would name them aloud for me. Fump. (laughs) <laughs> Come on, buddy. You're fine. You should just... just. I don't know how long you're going to have to sleep to sleep this off. We've met many yeah. people, though very few of them have been good. Uh, Anton sort of looks into the wine... Uh, wine skin and kind of sniffs it to make sure that it was whiskey. Uh, and then corks it up again. Uh, Tsome then motions him to the side... Uh, to have kind of a private conversation. Charity. Yeah. Charity. Yeah. I'm not saying I would, but would you ever sleep with me? (laughs) Damn. I'm just gonna look at Burbage. I'm, you can ask me that question again when you're sober enough to remember my answer. Oh, holy oh. shit! <laughs> That's so sweet of you, Chad. He's such a good guy. Just gonna. I'm gonna touch his face. Oh, okay. This is fine. You're so good. You're so good. We are family. But let's just remember the family is a metaphor, right? Do you think that Vimaris. It's taking the family thing a bit too seriously. You know, a bit too literally. Do you think that's what's happening? And what, who was Arisa? What was she doing? Why did you shout Arisa <laughs> like that, Bourbon? Why did you shout the second syllable of her name like that? <laughs> Are you okay, dude? That whiskey was very good. I'm uh. just saying. I'm going to sort of like look over to the side where our stuff is. I'm just going to sort of very gently, I imagine Burbage is swaying somewhat anyway. Uh, Just sort of like going with that, slowly move him and deposit him in a backpack. (laughs) And just like pick up the backpack and hand it to Stormbringer. Okay, I've got the bird bag again, I guess. Bird bag! (laughs) I'm going yeah. to very carefully reach up and like close the top flap. It's not latched, it's just over the top of it. No, I don't want to be in here. He's in here. He's in here. What? <laughs> He's in here. There's no one in the bag with you. You take up all the space. I'm going to message to 
this Stormbringer. I think he saw the ghost again. Burbage, do we need to get you some help when we get to Wistamere? What kind of help? Like a therapist or an exorcist? I don't believe in exorcism. You might, okay. you might start. It's, it's never, it's, it's never worked for me. I've gone to multiple exorcists and are never a good fit. <laughs> well, okay, we could try the therapist though. What is that? <laughs> they, they talk to you until you feel better. <laughs> Would they sleep with me? No, that's an ethics violation. Ethics? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It would be against their code of ethics, and then they'd they'd lose yeah. their job and their license. So. There's got to be some at least like chaotic neutral therapists who might at least consider it. I mean, I really oh, don't yeah. think they would. It would they'd lose their jobs, their livelihood. Shut up! I'm not talking to you. Who are you? What? Yeah, I don't care if I murdered you. It was for good reason. You piece of spectral garbage. Are you sure you don't care? Maybe you feel guilty about murdering whoever this is and that's why you keep thinking that they're there. I'm gonna thrash. I thrash and thrash to get out of this goddamn burr bag. I'm not really the burr bag you want to get out of is your own skin, brother. Yeah. Who said that? Who said that? Is that Anton? Nope. (laughs) That was was just a voice in your head. Yeah, just a voice in your head. That's good. Did I manage to get out of the bag? Yes. Probably. There's nothing holding you in it. (laughs) I've collapsed on the ground, and I'm just kind of... I'm flat against the ground, and I'm just saying, I don't feel guilt. I don't feel guilt. Okay. I'm not guilty. Maybe I don't feel guilt. Pat him gently on the back as gently as I can. Maybe we should find you someone to talk to, little Burbage man. Maybe. But maybe all I've ever needed to talk to was the Abyss. I don't think talking to the Abyss is helping. (laughs) Well, I'm going to just give it a couple more weeks. This has been a special bonus episode of Goats and Dragons, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, brought to you by Helpful Goat Gaming. If you enjoyed what you heard and want to hear more, please subscribe to us by searching for Goats and Dragons wherever you find your podcasts. Season two of our first campaign, The Fates of Rin, premieres on Monday, September 30th. Until then, you can catch up on season one in the Goats and Dragons podcast feed. Learn more about our shared gaming projects at our website helpagoat.com. Get even more role-playing and game-related content by subscribing to our brand new podcast, Helpful Goat Presents. Follow us on Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook at Helpful Goat, or find us on YouTube by searching for Helpful Goat Gaming. And last but not least, please consider rating and reviewing us on iTunes or Stitcher. We are a small independent game design firm and would really appreciate the support. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time.